Guthrie's earliest memories was being given a bicycle when she was four or five. She lived in a woody section of Dade County near Miami, in the days when you could spend a whole afternoon climbing trees and watching the ocean breeze ruffle their leaves without seeing another person. Guthrie quickly worked out the mechanics of the bicycle and pedaled off. Ever since I was a little girl, she said. I wanted to go out and do all the dangerous and exciting things that men did. Guthrie wasn't a typical girl for the era, or a typical tomboy even. As well as being a risk lover, she was willowy and smart and dry-witted. One of the things she looked forward to as a young girl was her family's once-a-week trip to the library in Coral Gables. She mostly chose adventure stories, and then books about aviators, including Saint-Exupéry's Night Flight. To avoid the substandard public schools in Miami, Guthrie's parents sent her to Miss Harris's Florida School for Girls, which sounded grander than it was. The school was still a place where good teaching and tradition mattered, but it consisted of simple wooden classrooms that looked out on Biscayne Bay. She found herself locked in a time warp that extended from the Edwardian era into the 1920s. Janet found that she loved it. Family life in the Guthrie house, built by hand by her father, was austere. Her mother was quiet, and her father, a pilot for Eastern Airlines, was often tough on the children's faults. He was a man who stuck by things, a budding environmentalist who'd revealed to journalists that commercial airline pilots were obliged to dump excess fuel after takeoff, spilling the gas into the atmosphere. Eastern suspended Mr. Guthrie for that, but his fellow pilots rallied around him. He was reinstated, and the dumping of jet fuel was phased out. A taste for adventure, too, ran in Guthrie's blood— Guthrie's grandparents celebrated their nuptials by buying a motorcycle in Scotland in 1909 with a wicker sidecar for her grandmother to sit in. They went all over Europe, Guthrie said. Her brother would eventually travel all over the world on a shoestring budget. Her sister Margaret lived in the Alaska outback, and another brother became an airline pilot and once flew an unauthorized flight over Saudi Arabia, fearing a missile would find the plane's underbelly at any moment, his hands gripping the stick. I always say I was born adventurous and grew up insufficiently socialized, Guthrie said. She remembered her father coming home from his flights, bearing a smell of his own, composed of cigarette smoke, the solvents and lubricants of the planes he flew, and the aroma of combat, the residue of some elemental struggle. She wanted to be part of that world. But when Guthrie was twelve, her mother contracted tuberculosis and was sent away to a sanatorium seventy-five miles away. As the oldest child, Guthrie became responsible for most of the cooking, sewing, and cleaning in the house, chores she'd already been helping out with. When her father was away piloting an airliner, she watched over a rowdy group of strong-headed kids, one of whom was still a toddler. Guthrie spent much of her time changing diapers, cleaning, and riding herd. Her mother gradually recovered, and the family moved to a house on Biscayne Bay, Things loosened up a bit. At 13, she piloted a plane for the first time. My heart 
she once said, was in the sky. But her teenage years were difficult. Her unusual childhood, her combination of bookishness and rebellion in the backwoods of South Florida, meant she had little in common with the kids she found in high school. I longed to fit in. But she didn't. After reading Charles Lindbergh's The Spirit of St. Louis, Guthrie became obsessed with the idea of parachute jumping, which the lanky aviator had loved. She begged her father to allow her to try it. He refused. She convinced him by jumping off the roof of her house continually the entire summer she was 16. Rather than risk her breaking her neck, her father agreed to the parachuting and even flew the jump plane. When he leveled off at 3,000 feet, Guthrie stepped off the rear strut, pulling the ripcord as she fell. She dropped silently, swaying beneath the chute, the image of the earth below her.